When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. You're listening to Marketing News Canada, Canada's number one show featuring the brightest minds in marketing, PR, and digital advertising. Welcome, everybody, to another Marketing News Canada podcast episode. Canada's number one podcast in all things marketing, advertising, and communications. I'm your host, Ted Lau, podcast host, award-winning agency owner, and full-time family man. Today on the show, we have Panos Siosos, co-founder and CEO of Learn Worlds. Panos has a PhD in educational technology, researching and designing e-learning applications for over 20 years. Panos has extensive work experience as a software engineer, e-learning researcher, and science educator. Before launching Learn Worlds with George and Fanis, his longtime friends and fellow researchers, he was working in the European Parliament as a policy advisor for research and innovation. Panos loves mountaineering, photography, and traveling. Panos, welcome. Hi, Ted. Thanks for having me. Well, so yeah, absolutely, and and love that uh, you're calling from where today? Cyprus, warm and sunny place, Cyprus. all the way to Europe. Wow, warm and sunny Cyprus. I mean, you know, at this time of year, Canada is getting a little warm. Actually, probably a little too warm. We got a, a more than our fair share of forest fires this year so far. It's been really dry, but glad that you're you're all the way in Cyprus. And I mean, this is this is why we do this show because we have international guests just like you telling us about the latest and greatest about what you're up to from a marketing perspective. So you are the CEO of Learn Worlds. So tell us a little bit about Learn Worlds and what makes it awesome and unique. Learn Worlds is a, I, I can say in a nutshell, a Shopify for online courses. We're a platform where people can create their online courses and share or sell them to their, to their audiences. So we are combining a learning management system with a website builder where you can build the entire front end of your online school or academy or whatever you may call it. And you can also sell your courses with coupons and subscriptions and, and all this stuff. So we are a, a, a business in a box. That's fantastic. And so how did you come up with this idea? I mean, there are there have been tools similar to this, I guess, you know, at Ballistic Arts were a agency ourselves and we use a tool called Thinkific and in the pre-show you're like oh we're better so tell me why are you better well I have to say that we built as a team as researchers we built our first LMS in 1999 so that's what we do for a living we studied computer science with my two co-founders and then we we did postgraduate studies on educational technology that was in the beginning of the century 
that sounds way old and, and it is, but it also shows how experienced we are. Uh, we were uh, amongst the first who were creating a, an LMS in the online space. Uh, so after a few years, after we completed our PhD studies and everything, we saw really an opening there, a need for people who wanted to share their knowledge in the uh, and profit from that. And that wasn't really possible. So when we started, we started at the end of uh, around 2011. Uh, think, tools like Thinkific weren't around. It was extremely difficult. E-learning was very cumbersome back then. And in some cases, it still is today. Some people still consider e-learning to be, you know, throwing a 200-page PDF at somebody and say, oh, you have been e-trained. That's not how it works. We've seen that in our research. We, we know that people need interactive, engaging uh, online experiences. We are so excited to have amazing digital experiences with our mobile devices and our gaming devices and our tablets. That's something that we wanted to bring into the online space. So we know how to do that very, very well with an amazing learner experience. And this is all, the, all what it's about, our, our software. Now I'm reading in your bio here about LearnWorld that more than 4,400 professional trainers, training organizations, corporations, and more than 120 companies have been using this tool. So that's that's pretty amazing. So it's agnostic to any country, any industry. It's, it's agnostic. E-learning goes everywhere. And I think the bio might be a bit older. Right now we have more than 7,700 customers all over the world in more than 100, uh, 130 countries. Canada is a big market for us. North America, obviously, like US is also a, a huge market. The majority of our customers are based there. And we see that e-learning goes everywhere. It can be small time creators, you know, somebody who just knows their stuff and wants an opportunity to earn some side income by showing what they know about, you know, fishing, knitting, music, modeling, whatever it may be, photography. Uh, we had, we have a guy that's teaching artistic photography for dogs, you know, uh, p how people can take amazing photos of their pets. I didn't know that somebody could build a business on top of that, and yet it's possible. All the way to large businesses and corporates who either do internal training or they train their customers, they train their associates, they train their, par their partners. Our largest school right now has more than 700,000 students. So you can imagine this is a multi-million dollar company that runs entirely on top of the LearnWorld stack. That's fantastic. I mean, our business pre-COVID, we worked with a lot of trade associations and trade associations need tons of training for their members, keeping things up to date, certification. And I mean, LMSs have always been this kind of gnarly tool, like you said, right? Just, oh yeah, here's a PDF, here you go. Watch, watch a video and then, oh, you're certified. So what, uh, how did you overcome some of these challenges and, and how is it easier? Like it, it sounds like, you know, you're making it sound super awesome and easy, but tell me like a little bit about how someone gets involved and how easy is it? Well, it is easy, and that's that's how the entire premise of our business. And the, because we build it from the ground up for exactly for these kinds of cases and for these kinds of organizations. If you are a large company and you have a 10 people HR internal training, learning and development team, then you can afford to have a monolithic, cumbersome. Uh, LMS spend a few dozen thousand uh, euros per or dollars per, per year and also if you work in a company in, in a large let's say corporate 
you can enforce training. You can say to all your employees, you have like two weeks to complete this uh, 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 suboptimal PDF course, otherwise you'll be fired. But that's not the world we live in anymore. We're talking about millennial workers, we're talking about people who work from home, uh, who work uh, like nomad workers, uh, people who need access to information anywhere, anytime, when they see fit, whether it's commuting, whether it's sitting on their sofa or being in, uh, in their offices. So these people need flexible micro learning experiences. They need to have engaging and interactive content. It's not sufficient anymore for HR to come down and say, oh, you have two weeks to complete this course. You, courses need to be attractive. Courses need to be engaging. And this is how we uh, uh, we are, uh, one can say that we we complete all the, uh, the requirements of an LMS, but we are a, a lightweight course platform where very easily a one or two people team can build amazing courses within a few hours and share it with a, with a vast audience. And especially after COVID, everybody realized, you know, that anything that is E something works, it can be more efficient, it can be more effective, especially learning. We have so many needs right now. All companies and all individuals have so many needs to be skilled and reskilled and retrained and retooled for a rapidly changing uh, environment, for a rapidly changing economy. And a business cannot afford anymore to do a, I don't know, two-day seminar and bring in 100 people in an audience for six hours of PowerPoint. People leave their jobs for cases like that. This is where we say that we can flip this thing around. We can make it super easy for an individual or, a, or an organization to package their knowledge in a very attractive digital format that includes videos, assignments, ebooks, easy stuff, micro learning experiences and share or sell this to a vast audience that can absorb this knowledge 24 seven. So there is an amazing difference uh, of, of dynamic between the knowledge that the person has and the knowledge that or some other person has and the knowledge that we need. And this is what we try to, to bridge. And so to make it easy for you, for a trading association, as you mentioned, for an NGO, for a, for a new type of university to package this knowledge and share it to, to, to everybody. So it sounds like a lot of this, you know, is at your desk. You said also mobile though. So a lot of my clients that had asked us to get, you know, training videos done or create, you know, some videos and, and try to implement them into an LMS were mostly, if I may say, white collar type associations where people are sitting at the desk and they got to watch it. And But it was always trickier when they were on site members, people that were foresters mm -hmm. or electricians or plumbers or whatnot. So how how have you overcome this? That's something we knew from day one that we are living in a mobile world. We were seeing it in the way that we were consuming tools and, and technology and we were seeing that all around us. So from day one, our platform was mobile friendly. And what we, ha we have been able to do uh, last year, and this is an industry first, we are able to create white label mobile applications for our customers as well. So it's not a LearWorlds app that one of our customers uses, it's a TED app, it's your brand. And you know as a marketer how important it is to bring your brand first in everything that you, that you do. So we are able to create both 
an amazing branded online applica mobile application for iOS and Android devices owned by you, published under your own name and with your own logo, and also provide a seamless experience of engage for the students to engage with these kinds of, of content. And in fact, we want the users to be hybrid. We want you at certain hours to sit in, in front of a large uh, monitor and watch a video like very in, in, the, in optimal uh, dimensions, let's say, but also we want you at the point where you're just, you know, leaning on, a, on the sofa to be able to take a quick test or respond to one of your, of your fellow students. So these are things that we all need. Connectivity, we want to enable the interaction between you and your instructor, your fellow students and, and the knowledge. This, this is the way that people work today. This is the way that people learn today. So we wanted to make these experiences available to every potential trainer or business. Well, so you're clearly passionate about the the business and and the platform, and that's very much evident in the way you speak. Now, this is a marketing podcast, and I want to understand. So, how long have you been in business? And given the fact that you're in Cyprus, and you said your one of your bigger markets is North America, Canada, and U.S., tell us about your marketing journey of how you went from zero folks. Uh, zero countries to what you say 7700 professional trainers in 130 countries so that sounds you know i know you're greek so her like a herculean type uh task so how did you guys do that it, it, it is it was this kind of journey and we had to you know slaughter many many beasts uh, along the way and uh, yeah. and survive all the all the different tasks I have to say that when we started, we had, we had zero idea about marketing. We were great engineers, decent scientists. We were very naive. We know we, you had this idea that build it and they will come. And if we just have the best possible platform where all our we put in all our academic knowledge and create an amazing platform, things will work out because simply people will just realize that we are the best and they will buy. Obviously, that doesn't work like that in the in the real world. We were a bootstrap company. We started with zero marketing budget. So we had to effectively learn on the fly. So we, the only thing that we could do back then was send emails to people, cold emails out of the blue, content marketing. So we started gradually writing some blog posts and trying to, to share that and trying to find who are the prominent people, the influencers in that space. and convince them to have a look at our platform that was coming all the way out of Greece, you know, and Cyprus, uh, obscure places amidst a huge economic crisis where the brand of Greece were, was actually effectively uh, destroyed. And in fact, we were very happy. We were very lucky, I have to say, to fail in the local market because that would probably slow us down. So immediately we had to address an international market. So we're uh, Selling online courses wasn't a thing in Europe 10 years ago. It was something that mostly we were seeing in the, in the American market where people knew how to set up landing pages and how to set up funnels and how to sell and how to have promotions. And we were lucky uh, after a couple of years of trying and setting up some, uh, some first, uh, like having some first tries with, uh, with small uh, customers, we were lucky to find some people uh, from the US market who knew how to sell online courses. And at that moment, we said, okay, we have to follow their lead. We have to understand 
extremely well what is their feedback and implement everything that they say. So we put the scientist in the back seat and we put the engineer in the back seat and say, okay, now we learn how to sell online courses. We learn what FOMO is. We learn what a countdown is, an offer that expires, you know, and all this stuff. We learned what Black Friday is. We didn't know that. We didn't know that. It's not a big thing. In the, it wasn't a big thing in, in Europe back then. So it, the, the, that was an entire marketing world that opened for us. So these are things that we started implementing in our platform. So the platform initially was more a learning management system. And then it became the, the marketing engine of the platform developed. And at the same moment, our own marketing engine developed. We learned how to offer free trials. We learned how to do inbound marketing. We started having a tiny budget. Our first budget, marketing by PPC budget was $5,000. So that was our first budget. We exhausted it, obviously, in a week with zero results. But we learned on the job how to set up funnels. And to this day, we operate in a, with a, in a product-led way with a 30-day free trial. Uh, we have a great inbound funnel where people just discover us because we, we write a lot of passionate and knowledgeable things about online courses and how you can you can create the best possible version of your online course and how you can sell it as effectively as possible. So people discover us through that. They give a try to the platform and some of them get blown away by what the platform does and, uh, and decide to stay. That's how we grew and uh, that, that has been the... Uh, I, I guess the the, the path uh, to uh, until this uh, this day. So uh, along the way, we picked up some amazing marketers, experienced marketers at some point who joined the team and helped us do all this stuff in a much better way and much more professional way. So I noticed that uh, you said that it sounded like, and a lot of successful businesses are like this. I I started my agency a few months after 9-11. And, you know, sometimes when you start out of, fire you know the rising out of the ashes you're, you're the phoenix and so you said that had the situation locally been not so dire it would have actually in fact slowed you down mm-hmm. i'm interested in understanding why that perspective i guess now 10 ish mm-hmm. years later well Greece and Cyprus are tiny markets are, are very closed you know with their own language when we set up our first school, to give you an example, when we set up our first school, it was in a commercial school, let's say it was with an online uh, train with a trainer of photography, a well-known academic doing some amazing artistic photography uh, courses. Back then, even electronic transactions weren't very developed. So we had people who were who were calling us and said, I want to buy this online course. It costs like $20, 20 euro. Can I just send you a $20 bill in an envelope. (laughs) And these are actual sales that we were doing back then. So it wasn't a developed environment where you could do e-commerce and all this stuff. So it was, uh, I guess, at least a generation behind everything that was happening in the US. So we might might have had some local success, you know, and gotten some some traction locally, but we would never have figured out how things work in a large scale with experienced course sellers who know how to approach things, know, have vast funnels, they address large audiences and they sell courses in a, in, in a mass market. So we're very successful that some of these people identified the potential of the, of the platform even much in a better, much bigger degree than we could ourselves. And they, they trusted us. And this is, I guess, also another difference between uh, Europeans 
who are much more risk averse and American. So at that point, uh, like back in 2014, we're talking with European customers who were saying, yeah, but Greece has financial troubles. And what if you're not in business in a couple of months? And we had similar discussions with uh, potential US customers who had discovered us. What an amazing platform. You are a startup? I don't mind. Where can I put in my credit card? Because I see that what you've built here, it's something that I can use for my business right now. It might be not be 100% polished, but you are working on it. You are releasing features and improvements every day. And in fact, we were working in some cases on an hourly basis. We were improving things while our, one of our customers were, was launching a mass campaign for Black Friday. So we had to ship it in 45 minutes. That was the that was the deal. Wow, uh, forty five minutes. And, and that was an amazing, an amazing uh, forge where out of this thing we accelerated vastly the way we develop the platform, we we ship things, and also how we listen to the customer because the customer knows. In, in these cases, we knew that we had to sit back and follow the lead of some of our first customers. And to this day, we we have this mentality. I'm talking to customers every day. Our entire team is talking to customers every day. We are recording a vast number of feature requests, dozens of thousands of feature requests, which are very valid business cases for people who actually are selling courses right now. And we want to help them. And we know that if we're able to help one, two, ten, all these features will really benefit Ted anyone who will be able to who want to do who wants to do something similar in the in the future everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, so I'm also interested in understanding. So, okay, great. So Greece, Cyprus, small market, a little backwards. People want to send you cash monthly instead of you running credit card. That's That's a hilarious story. What I'm interested in understanding is, okay, so you are the on the other side of the planet and you are exporting this product across to a completely different culture, a completely different market, different language. Clearly your English is, is great. But how have you done that successfully? I guess, you know, you said trial and error, but I mean, there's got to be some learnings there. If you're in more than 130 countries, that's not just America. That is not just English. You have to... I'm assuming Asian countries, yeah, Indian, Pakistani, I'm assuming Spanish-speaking countries, all sorts of languages. So how have you been able to stretch, I guess, I don't know if you're stretching that $5,000 PPC budget, but what are you doing that you can keep your brand consistent as a company, but then be able to market to all these other market successfully? Mm -hmm. uh, it's, a, it's a great question. First of all, we are basing our entire marketing on the lingua franca of English. So right now we are not doing any kind of marketing uh, outside of uh, the English language. So all our copy, it, it's, it's in English or our customer support or our customer success is in English. And you will be amazed that there are, that there's a huge number of people who speak 
perfectly good English uh, in all these uh, in all these countries. So even if they provide local languages, local language courses, and they translate the user interface of the platform to address a local uh, uh, language, still our own support and our own software is provided in English, which makes things so much better. Which means that in terms of our marketing, there is zero customization needed to sell for the Anglo-Saxon countries like US, Canada, Ireland, South Africa, even Australia, New Zealand. These are, these are countries where we have, uh, uh, we have amazing success. And, and we see that all the, let's say, Northern European countries, the level of speaking English is absolutely amazing. So it doesn't matter if you, if you don't have any, any kind of local presence or any kind of, uh, of local marketing. So that saves us. And to a lesser degree, this happens in other countries as well. I know, for example, that we had to do customizations in some cases. Brazil, for example, the level of uh, speaking English, it's, uh, it's not that much, that high. It's about 5% of people who speak uh, good professional uh, English. And we had to do some uh, customizations to support local payment gateways because they don't use credit cards. It's a different culture. They have their own local payment gateways. But still, there are people who can use that, and some of our best customers are based in uh, in Brazil. So to this day, we have saved lots of effort, and uh, uh, by and keep it, it helped us keep things optimized and consistent because all our marketing, all our website, all our support and uh, and technical documentation is is written in English. But this can get a long way. You can have. Uh, a huge penetration in, in vastly different countries just by by doing that. And the other thing that helped us a lot is that we have access to amazing local talent, some, uh, some uh, people with great education, and I have to say very affordable if you compare it to the salaries, let's say, of West Coast uh, US, that are amazing professionals who strive to understand, to help helpful people who didn't have any prior experience in a startup or in a global business or something like that, but they wanted to make this company succeed. They wanted to help people with that software. And that especially took off amidst the pandemic, where everybody, we had to help. Our funnel really tripled overnight. Uh, and we, we realized that we are helping people who were trying to find ways to stay afloat, to keep their business running, to keep their agency running, to have a conference uh, be completed and, and all this stuff. And everybody in the business realized that this is our mission. We are helping people right now stay afloat. We are also being kept sane because we have a mission to, to fulfill, you know, and we, we are safe. We work remotely. We were remote business from day one. So that was really nothing changed for us in the way we we're working during the, the pandemic. So that really that helpful attitude of our customer support is still one is, is an amazing thing. And that helps us help our customers succeed. What would you say would be your favorite or most successful marketing campaign that you've done for Learn Worlds? Uh, I have to say that after so many years, we see that our platform sells itself. So we, the most ama amazing campaigns that we do is everything that is around the platform our product releases where we're able to showcase what the platform can do in really authentic settings, how actual customers are using the platform today to solve, uh, to solve problems. So uh, 
and this is obviously a job of our marketing team and our product marketing team, but the platform is still our, our best asset. So the more we are able to showcase what the platform can do, I know that we're not the biggest business. We don't have the biggest, you know, we're not a household brand name or something, but when people get to see what the platform can do, that's our, our secret uh, weapon. So everything we do around product launches and we try to be there, to be present, to have the, the product team talk about why we are developing certain things and how fast we are evolving the platform and how deeply, I dare say, we understand the subject matter and what people actually need today to do their, their job. That's our, our best uh, our, our best marketing, not, you know, uh, viral stuff, guerrilla stuff, social stuff. These are nice to have. We love that. It's it's part of the business and, and we need to to, to have a multi, uh, uh, multi-touch uh, funnel with lots of stuff happening in all the different channels. We understand how these things work, but I guess showing the product uh, in a passionate and genuine way, it's really the, the thing that uh, helps us win customers. Now, you said that COVID with everyone locked down was a catalyst for your business growth. I mean, same with Ballistic Arts, you know, my, my company, we helped a lot of B2B companies who couldn't do trade shows and can't do networking. We helped them get leads and, and grow their business. So we, we also experienced a bit of a, a boom ourselves. Yet I've also heard, you know, um, there's a company in the States called Chegg, I don't know if you're familiar with them. They do e-learning and whatnot. They they boomed really, really well over COVID. And then now that the lockdowns have you know more or less been over all over the world, people are back to pseudo normal. Have you seen a slowdown in your business or, or how are you combating that? Because it, it seems like a lot of folks are not wanting to stay at home or, or businesses want to send people back to the office. Yeah, there, there's definitely been a slowdown, but this is something that we expected and we weren't, you know, in a, we didn't live in a world where we thought that anything, everything is going to be online and we're never going to get out of the house again. We're not here to replace school. We understand that some things happen better in an amphitheater. We want, you know, our doctors to have proper degrees from, uh, from the best universities and uh, not just, you know, click uh, buttons around. But we also understand that businesses now more than ever need to work in an efficiency mode and need to be very much more effective. It's the example I mentioned before. You can't bring 100 people to train six hours watching 60 minute PowerPoints. It's, it's a, this is a disaster for, for, uh, for people's motivation, for people's engagement, for, for people's cre- creativity. We can flip this around. We can we still want people to have meaningful interactions face to face. It doesn't have to be uh, listening to somebody for 45 minutes. You can flip it around. You can let people study whenever they want, wherever they want, and then they can join together for meaningful interactions where they solve problems and they uh, and they continue forward with the, with their design. So, uh, I have to say that from a business point of view, we never. We were very uh, conservative about, you know, hiring and stretching. We, we've seen that several business got very much excited. They hired hundreds of people that then they had to lay off and that there was a huge, huge round of layoffs in all major businesses. I have to say that perhaps with some conservative mindset, but also coming from a bootstrap business, we didn't fall into that trap. So we knew that people 
there was obviously a, a, a slowdown and a, a, a genuine, uh, uh, I guess, need for people to go outside, the, the Zoom fatigue or the online course fatigue. But we also knew that these things works. It works for businesses, it works for agencies, it works for trade associations. Education works everywhere. Education is the best form of marketing. If you can educate people around your product, around your solution, around your service, you've won them. So we knew that there might be a drop, but people would be much more uh, thoughtful and consistent coming forward and wanting to uh, use solutions like that. And they would be much more informed and, and educated. And this is what we're seeing now. It's the long tail where people are much more deliberate about bringing in education as part of their business. You can use it for generating leads. You can use it for customer education and customer training and keeping all your existing customers happy. You can use it to gain revenue as a business on the side. You can use it to keep your customers close, your associates close. It simply works. And this is what we see now. This is the, the long tail. So we plan on being here for, you know, for, uh, for a long time to, uh, to uh, in, the, in, the, in the future. Yeah, I mean, you've been in business, you know, I, I think you said uh, 10 years or so. And I mean, that's that's kind of the hurdle, right? They always say 90 some odd percent of businesses don't survive after 10 years. And you've done extremely well. And you started in a, in a really kind of uncomfortable economic situation. I wanted to ask you around disruption for business. I mean, that happens global crises happened. So you started during the financial crisis in Greece. Then, you know, there's COVID, then there were lockdowns, and now there's AI, right? And and just recently, the reports of, you know, hundreds of founders or, or engineers of AI going, this is going to be a, a real threat to human existence. And so how is Learn Worlds adapting to this world that we live in now that has AI in it and a bunch of unknowns? Uh, great question. Obviously, this is also on our mind. Uh, we are also users you know, of uh, ChatGPT and we've seen the, the disruption that it brings on the market. In fact, two of our best events recently were about using ChatGPT for course creators. So in fact, we have published a framework where we are using with the help of ChatGTP, we are allowing every person to use instructional design techniques to structure their course, to generate the outline of their course, and even to create some extremely meaningful and interesting content that they can repurpose and apply into their courses. We know that this is a genuine need. People need to get unstuck. People need help with their creativity, with their productivity. And this is something that we have already planned to implement in the platform. and. Next, uh, uh, next month already, we are having a big launch uh, where we will include uh, ChatGPT within LearnWorlds and this will help creators to create their own courses. So we embrace it. I understand that there are very genuine questions about potentially how AI and the general AI might be a threat to humanity, but I also understand that this is there's a long way to go there and there are things that are being done uh, from, both from uh, an academic point of view and also from a, uh, from a state point of view to understand these things and even to, to control these things. And, and this is something that has to do with all technologies that we now take for granted. 
you know, whether it's internet, computers, they don't come overnight. They, you are, if, if uh, point, let's say point 100 is the, the potential of a general AI that uh, awakes at some point and starts, you know, asking some serious questions back for, for, to us, there is one and there's two and there's three and we are really at the beginning of all this stuff these are things that have been uh, uh, scientists have been working on for 20 and 30 years neural networks are, are so much uh, older i think now we are just seeing the first glimpses and everybody that has interacted with chat gpt understands that this is an amazing wordsmith but it's a pretty dumb tool as well that can you know it really, it really <laughs> it, it, it's still you can still see the statistical analysis and the markovian uh, chains that generate these amazing words. I play with it every day. I, I, I see it writing prose and writing haiku and writing, uh, giving me giving us some, some amazing answers. But you can also see that it's just playing with words. It doesn't understand yet anything. Still, it can be amazingly useful even today. And already research shows that the, the persons that are being helped the more are those not in the in the top, let's say, of course creators, the best course sellers or the best content marketers, are the, the people who need some more help, the people who are just starting out, who are not so much more experienced. So that elevates the level for everybody and makes it perhaps a, a more level playing field, which means that also we might free some time for more creativity, for more stuff being done. I'm sure that, and we have already seen some courses generated with ChatGPT that are absolutely rubbish. People, you know, have just played around and they have, uh, you know, copy-pasted thing and they're trying to pass this as, a, as, a, as, a, as an online course. This will not fly. People understand, uh, understand quality. But also I understand that something like that could help a busy, a super busy TED to really get around this plan he always had to launch an amazing online course about, I don't know, how to do a, an amazing podcast or how to do some marketing or how to help your customers. And this is where we can get some great productivity gains. So it's still stupid. We are not threatened uh, anytime soon from, uh, from uh, ChatGPT, let's say. It's not a life threat. We will not be replaced by ChatGPT and course marketers or content marketers or creators will not be replaced by ChatGPT but they can be replaced by somebody who is using ChatGPT today to create a better course, better marketing copy, I don't know, better questions for a podcast, better answers to a podcaster or anything else. <laughs> and, and this is where we are trying today, at least from our point of view and in our own industry, to bring in ChatGPT as an assistant, as a sidekick next to you, who will give you uh, some great uh, answers, some great pieces of copy. They will need checking, they will need validation, they will need human input and love and care uh, in order to be transformed into a great piece of content, into some amazing assessments, let's say online courses, ebooks, or, or, or a video transcript. And this is some of the things that we want to bring in already next month. Helping people to generate the script for their videos. So you can, uh, we are we are structuring it in such a way with some with the help of a very detailed prompt engineering to help you get a five-minute script video for your next online course. How much more 
you know, productive can you be and how much more creative can you be by having an amazing assistant at your, at your side? Wow. So clearly you've given it a little bit of thought. So I like that. Thank you, Manos. So with regards to just time, we don't have a lot left. And so we like to ask some fun questions, get to know your questions. So it's got a rapid fire structure and just uh, whatever comes top of your mind, let, let's, uh, let's go for it. All right. Okay. So first question I wanted to ask is what's the most unique course that you've seen been delivered on Learn Worlds? Dog photography is uh, is one thing that comes to that comes to mind. Uh, yeah, I think that that was the most uh, the the thing that blew me out of the water. So you live in Cyprus, yeah? Yep. What's your favorite Cyprus dish? Uh, they eat lots of meat around uh, around here. They have some uh, some very uh, special meat plates, uh, but uh, better not describe what's in uh, some in some of them. All right. Okay. Well, I'm plant based. Are there any plant based cuisine in Cyprus, or is everything meat based? No, no. There's there's lots of plants uh, as well. I think they they balance it somehow, but uh, yeah, there's lots of meat consumption for some reason. I don't know why. What's streaming on your Apple Music or Google Play right now? Uh, usually, you know, I let Spotify uh, do some uh, choices for me. I usually try to listen to something that's in a different language so that I don't pay too much at, uh, attention or let's say a language that I can not understand very well, whether it's, I don't know, French or Spanish or, or something. Uh, so you just have some helpful music uh, as, a, as a background. What was the first campaign that you did for Learn World? Uh, first campaign, probably some keyword uh, PPC with our first budget, $5,000, a few hundred keywords around online courses. And we probably spent that in a, in a, in a week without any results. What's the most important thing that you learned that kind of was that aha moment when you kind of crossed the chasm to success with Learn Worlds? I think at some point we realized, all of us collectively, that in a SaaS business, things compound. So if you can keep staying alive as a business, as a product, as a team, and improve a few things every day, but constantly keep improving, all these things add up. You know, it's like 1% better every day. This adds up to a, to a very large uh, number. That's exactly what I told somebody yesterday who I was mentoring. 1% change, 1% change a day, and you'll be fine. What is the last charity you supported financially or with your time and why? Um, something that we supported, I supported and the entire team supported is uh, the earthquake victims here in Turkey, which was very close. It was a devastating event, close to 50,000 dead people and uh, hundreds of thousands of people that, uh, that, were, um, that, that remained uh, without houses. That's something that we felt because the earthquake was felt here, but also we are 
we are neighbors, you know, it's a, we are, it's in a very close proximity and that's something where we wanted to help. Probably there's not much that you can do, but we felt that we needed to do at least, uh, at least something to help those people. One marketing or business book that you would recommend? Uh, I, I, I try to follow lots of things. For business advice and startup advice in general, I would say that uh, uh, Paul Graham's blog is uh, very, has been very influential to me. I have to say that most of the things I was reading initially I couldn't understand because some of these things you have to feel to you know to, to they have to, to to be to be lived to be uh, to be understood that's you know hindsight is 2020 uh, it could have saved me lots of uh, some some troubles i guess uh, so that's uh, this, this is this is a person that i'm uh, i'm following when it comes to to startups and uh, and business uh, when it comes to marketing uh, Lots of people that I, I try to, to follow. There's lots of hype, but I try now to see behind the hype. You know, to understand what are the next channels that are that are uh, that are moving and are becoming more influential, and to to identify the the trends. All right. So, any last thoughts? I know it's late over there, so I do appreciate your time. Any any last message you want to share with our audience? I think that. I have to say that learning is probably the only superpower we possess as uh, as people. It's something that can help us improve, improve our situation, elevate our lives, achieve our, our objectives. It's constant, it's lifetime, it can happen anywhere, anytime. It's not just institutional within a school or a university. Everybody can learn whatever they, they want to. There's so much knowledge out there and this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to help people who have the knowledge to share it to the people who need the knowledge. And the same thing applies to a business. A business needs to keep learning. It needs to keep disseminating the, the information and the knowledge internally. Uh, knowledge is power. We're here to help people uh, use that power and harness that power. Love it. Continuous improvement is one of our core values at my company. So that's fantastic. All right. So how do people get to know you, find you online? Is there a website you want to plug? Yeah, of course. People can always visit our website, which is www.learnwalls.com. They can, we always try to publish amazing, helpful content, always free uh, for people that are interested in online courses or, or sharing their knowledge online. Obviously, they can start a free trial from our uh, from our website and they can connect to me on my on my LinkedIn. So with my name or the company, they will be easy to, to find me. And I try to respond to every person that reaches out to me. All right. Well, hey, well, Panos, thank you very much for your time. I really enjoyed it. And I think that uh, we can all learn more. So I will definitely take your advice. So we're signing off here. I'm Ted Lau from Marketing News Canada, and this is Panos Siosos from Learn Worlds. Thank you very much, Panos. Have a good day. Thanks, Ted, for having me. Bye. Thanks for listening to Marketing News Canada. For more episodes and other great stories from Canadian marketers, visit marketingnewscanada.com. All episodes are recorded at the Jelly Marketing Studio, thanks to our producer, Chris Penner, and editor, Travis Jeffers. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.